spend some time with the dead. On demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you like touch the duck and make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of this? Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump the Night. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is Trevor Jensen. And today, our special guest, Sam Spooked. Hello. Thanks for having Woo! me, guys. Thanks for Thank joining for us being tonight. Here. Of course. I'm so, excited to talk the spookies. Of course. Yeah. Like, we. We literally were we, right before we were uh, gonna be like hump, uh, jumping in the stream yard. I already can't talk. This is fucked. Did you say <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't mean to. The J didn't there come out. There we go. What goes hump in the night? But everybody. Night. But like, we were like, what do we title this? And I was just like, spooky talks. Like, everybody loves spooky stuff, dude. Like, anything spooky. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of spooky, like, where where are you located? You know, what's what's the scene of the paranormal around your parts? So I'm in Maryland, actually. I moved here about two years ago from Ohio, though. And uh, everyone knows Ohio is pretty notoriously haunted. It's fucked um, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Just, a, just a little bit. But um, Maryland, I mean, there's a lot of like... abandoned like asylums and stuff out here which i Mm. haven't gone to yet just because i'm a little baby um so eventually though what are you scared of though like i'm getting caught and getting a trespassing charge but realistically this is what me and riley always say like unless they're like really hard sticklers if you like if you show them like i have a bunch of equipment look at this video like it's all cool man like i'll leave like respectfully like we don't we're not doing anything like unrespectfully <laughs> like they're usually pretty cool but like I, yeah trust that me might I just also like, be a michigan thing yeah i might not be like the best advocate for not doing dangerous things like don't do that though but like if you're gonna do it do it respectfully <laughs> oh no yeah for sure always respectful out here we're always respectful but you never know some no i get that fear though like that's that's one of the big fears when we started for sure was like oh man we're in a cemetery it's past midnight like are we gonna get fucking caught dude nobody cares yeah, yeah see cemeteries i feel like are kind of different like i know there's like mm-hmm. uh like have you heard of forest haven yeah yeah that's like 15 minutes from my house and it's pretty well known <laughs> yeah but i've heard there's like security on like on the property and whatnot so it's yeah. like an lot now or something so mm-hmm. i've just been scared to go if i had somebody who like has been there i would totally go but right well, and it's like myself, it is better myself. to pull permissions to places and stuff. But realistically, like, who the fuck do we talk to? I've I've literally tried to go down the rabbit hole of getting us places. Riley's done it too, and I'm sure you have. And it's like, why is it so hard? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like ridiculously easy, and sometimes it's just like, yeah, sometimes go it's a like hoops. Thank you so much for just being a kind human being that is like open minded. Like right. other people are just like. We just ain't doing it. But then they'll let somebody with like well, well over like a hundred thousand subscribers do it just because of that. And it's yeah. like, come on, dude, let's not be like dickish. Yeah, like uh it comes down to the numbers, unfortunately. It's just it's uh, so weird how that works, right? 
big man. Even though yeah. it's like everybody that is making content David, has no security. Uh, really? Big tip. <laughs> Hey, see now we're we're all learning stuff today. That's why we're here doing. Let's say, what's learn. up, everybody? Yeah, what's Dude, going on, everybody in the chat? I, it's popping. Did I disconnect? No, you just lag a little bit, but we can hear you. And oh, it's no. not supposed to do that anymore. Freaking Streamyard, I tell you what, fuck you pay for fucking Streamyard, and it still fucks up. Is that Streamyard or is it my? It's internet? probably Streamyard. We it's had trouble with Streamyard, StreamYard like last okay. week too, where it was like giving us fits for no reason and like wanted to disconnect. It's like. Bro, we pay okay. for you. Like, what it's are you probably, doing? It's, it was probably honestly the chat because they're just going ham right now, saying hi to everyone. Which is it's all the ghosts that are attached to us, is what it is. Because we've all done some pretty weird paranormal shit. Hi, Hallie. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Patty. Hi, Casey. Hi, Dylan. Sorry, those are those are my peoples. I those are the hi to them. Maisie. Hi, Maisie. My my best friend's daughter is watching. Oh, I love that. Well, so. I love that. That is this is a family up. affair. Although I have a and I'll come again. <laughs> so we do have to ask you, Sam, what got you into the paranormal? Was it something in your childhood recently? Uh, yeah. So I grew up around the paranormal. Um, yeah. Even as like a kid, I remember my mom and like my aunts and my grandma sitting around the table late at night at like midnight telling ghost stories because that whole side of my mom's family, they all grew up having experiences. So, and like my mom has the craziest experiences ever. She needs to write a book, but um, (laughs) yeah. So I grew up listening to that. I remember like, like shaking in a chair, listening to these ghost stories late at night. So scared. And um, I always just loved like any kind of spooky TV shows or books, Mm. like in elementary school, like, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, goosebumps, oh, anything yeah. like that. Like that's oh, all. Yeah. Anytime we go to the library, like that's all I was looking for. Um, and like yeah, like Courage Cowardly Dog, oh, uh, yeah. Scooby Doo, Casper the Friendly Ghost, even like horror movies like The Others. And what's your favorite horror? Shining. Movie? Oh my gosh. Um, that's such that is such a hard question that I was not expecting. Oh um, I know, because you dropped movies and you started naming movies, and I was gosh, like I know it. a lot of pretty good ones, but there's one that lives in infamy for me where it's like that'd be fucking terrifying. Um my favorite. So I mean the shining is great. I'm a huge scream girl as well. Really? Is it like guess- the gory stuff or is it just like the likes like the the tension shit? I don't know. I I guess the tension is just just ghost face. Like, can we talk about ghost okay. face? Nice. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I think the strangers would be like top tier for me, where it's like people like showing up to my house and fucking killing me like slowly and breaking in. Yeah, that's just as scary as ghosts are. Although, would you rather live with a ghost or have like a legitimate like physical like? fight with somebody <laughs> oh definitely live with a ghost i think so too like can, like realistically like what are the odds that it's gonna have enough energy to like affect you like and you know what i mean like i don't i've never experienced like getting physically touched outside of the first paranormal event i ever had in my life okay um yeah i don't think i ever got physically touched either as well so i can't say the same Riley gets touched a lot. I feel like really? he's like one of those like lightning poles or a conduit kind of, or they just it's like a it's like one of those like fly zappers and they're just like. Bleh. 
<laughs> well, like the tattoo yeah. shop video that we just released, like he literally had something like tap his back and like pull his shirt. And like mm-hmm. in the video, you can see it like turn into a belly shirt because it's getting mm-hmm. pulled off of him. And it's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I remember happening? seeing that. And like as, um, as much as people want to say it's but, not real, it's like, I couldn't explain that. Not at all. Hope that I can't it explain anything. Did it cut out? Mm-mm. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, okay. It like <laughs> you, it did a you little... completely stopped moving for a minute, and I was like, <laughs> "Like, is it? Is it <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but yeah, after um, like yeah, all the stories and whatnot. Um, I ended up having my own experiences, probably like when I was like preteens, like 12, 13. and. Well, my sister was always messed with when she was younger. Like, she was a target. I think some people are just targets. Like, for whatever yeah. reason, I don't know if it's the energy that they bring or what. But my sister was messed with a lot. Um, she was, um, she would, my mom left the house one morning and she was literally out in her towel at like 10 years old. And because she was so scared. Um but yeah, but anyway, so yeah, when I was like 12 or 13, started having like my own experiences in the house, just a lot of like walking, like voices. Um, it would just sound like there was somebody there when you were home completely alone. Was it like frequently I totally understand too, what, or was it like kind of like on and off? It was frequently. It was That's very often. Like all of my friends that I've had through like elementary, middle school, uh, high school, they all have experiences at that house. So they can that's, ooh, that's validating it. and even more wild. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Everyone was afraid to come to my house. So, but <laughs> I feel did you know it. any of the history behind it or like why it would have been like that? Um, not really. In the past like year, I started kind of trying to investigate there whenever I go home to visit. Yeah. And it seems like it could be something like connected to the land because i it just seemed like anytime i would it's bring most it. likely mm-hmm. um but and then my mom also thinks she has like a ghost that has been following her since her childhood named george so we think that could be george as well some of it's it also at least. pretty likely mm-hmm. interesting have you so, ever had any encounters with being followed by any entities or like any anything from like when you've been on your investigations? I'm sorry, Riley, I did not mean to cut you off. Yeah, I was going to it's where I answer that question. <laughs> OK, Um. so I'm not for sure. I don't have anything that really stands out. The only thing I could think of is um, last May, I went to Grand Midway Hotel and the Hoover House and like anytime I go anywhere, I'm not someone, I'm not afraid of anything ever following me home. I know some people are like, somebody's going to follow me home or whatnot, but I'm like, why? Like, I don't think so. But, um, I did those, uh, two days in a row and it was a Friday and Saturday, I believe. And then on that Sunday I was like taking a shower and I hate getting messed with in the bathroom. Like it's happened to me before, like back, like years ago so um i was taking a shower and all of a sudden a a bottle falls off like onto the floor like i have my eyes closed and i'm like i don't think anything of it because i'm like okay there's a bottle and it just slipped and fell onto the floor from a flat surface like logical huh yeah like i was like okay the water like hit it and i just fell so i like pick it up literally don't think anything of it like i was like okay pick it up put it back on the shelf 
And then literally like 10 seconds later, I once again, I'm like shampooing my hair. Like I have my <laughs> eyes closed. And all of a sudden, like I hear like a thud or something. And I looked around and I didn't see anything. So I was like kind of confused, but I didn't know yeah, what, like, it, what, is like, that? what it was. There wasn't anything on the floor. And then next thing I know, like I looked over at my shelf and I noticed that there was a bottle of shampoo missing off of the shelf that was just there because I looked at it like before I closed my eyes Whoa. and it was gone. I was like, what the frick? I was like, what happened to that bottle? So I'm like, I like looked, like I said, I like look around the shower. I'm like, what the heck? And then I was like, and I like open up the shower curtain and there is a bottle of shampoo laying in the middle of the bathroom floor. What? Like, and the thing is, is that first bottle that fell off, it was a different bottle and it was light. Like yeah. there was nothing in it. So that's why I was like, okay, it's a light little bottle. It fell off. This bottle was a full bottle, like a heavy bottle of shampoo, like barely used at all. And it was in the middle of the floor. And you don't even know, I tried to replicate well, it. Like, how does it go off. through a shower curtain too, though, yeah, without making that. that noise? That's what I thought. It was so strange. Like I didn't even notice it. And then I was like, what the heck? And it was just so strange because it was like right after Grand Midway and the Hoover house. And I was like coincidence i think not i i was like i don't know maybe i still am like maybe it did just fall off but the fact that it like like had to fly through the air because there's like um right i don't have like a full bathtub but so it's like a stand-in shower but there's like that little like kind of yeah, it's ledge, got a ledge like, still the, or like a lip or whatever you call yeah, it yeah the lip and so usually anytime anything falls off like it's not it just like would hit the lip if it even goes that yeah, far. Yeah, do know? its little like bowl thing. Yeah, and it'll like just like kind of fall back, and somehow it made it like it flew hard enough that it went over that lip into the middle of the floor. I literally called my boyfriend in too while I was still in the shower, and I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, dude, see that bottle? I was oh like, that just, I was like, that flew out of the shower, and, I, and he was like, what did you? He doesn't even. He's not a believer. He's a non-believer. Really? He was. He was like. You better not brought something back with you. And he's he doesn't believe. I so. mean, shoot, how do you explain that? And I like you said, like you didn't you didn't hear it go through the shower curtain. It had to go over it or something then, or like, like I, there that's just weird. Like if it did hit the shower curtain, I don't like I don't know. Like maybe I had the curtain open enough that it like slipped through the like crack in the curtain. I don't know, but I it mean, was, unless it, you had like some T Swizzy blasting in the background and it just made its way through it, <laughs> like no, like I don't know. Trevor's new shower songs of choice is some T Swift. Right? Oh yeah. Right, Do you have a personal favorite at all? Just old T Swizzy. Oh okay. I like some old T Swift. I feel like before before it got mainstream and everybody loves her. Where it's like, nah, dude, I liked her from the beginning. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend's sister said, "Hope that wasn't at our house, Sam. She lives downstairs, or like upstairs. It's like a du like duplex. Yeah, like a split level. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty spooky. See, we're I'm starting to believe more and more that like attachments are actually like a real thing. See, I, <laughs> I just don't know how like, I feel, but that was weird. Well, they come and go. Like, I don't think they're yeah. always around. I don't think they're always mm -hmm. there yet. Only when they want you to know that they're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes totally. when you don't want them to be there, they're like, no, I'm here. Just remember. Well, it, it's <laughs> when you're taking ironic. a shower. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's ironic, too, because you'll you'll get it a lot more when you're on investigations, it seems like, which 
the irony there is funny, but also like I feel like you're projecting that presence or like the beacon almost is lit where it's like the bring the ring to <laughs> like the fucking mountain where it's like I just I don't know like it just it feels like it's more likely that if you're in certain headspaces, it's easier to like have things happen too. And it's like if you're in like a loosey goosey headspace too, or like you're like you're not paying attention. Like I think that's when other paranormal stuff happens a lot too. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. Like after that weekend, I was so tired that when it happened, I was kind of like, like, am I just am I tired? Like, Did I'm I sleep deprived? I'm like, yeah. I think the like being deprived of sleep too when after you go hunt is like, I think you like you like crack that door a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like there's just like less of a barrier because yeah. all of your like perception levels are like totally different when you're strung out from not sleeping, probably energy drinks. And <laughs> for us, it's pretty much energy drinks, like anything high sugar and like anything that'll keep us up. So like your mental state is completely different than when you start an investigation. Cause I mean, we've had stuff happen at the beginning of an investigation, but a lot of the crazier stuff happens always, towards the end of the night. Yeah. Yep, for sure. It's always funny how it builds. Like the story builds into like the crescendo, and it's like it's almost like a movie. Like almost every everything that we filmed lately has felt like it's been a movie quality because it just like ramps up, and it's like you see the story building out, and you're getting the answers that are like really, really dead on for like what like the history is there, and it's like what is even happening? Like I can't explain any of this, and it happens all the time in a lot of different locations, and I had no idea. Yeah, I feel like sometimes you don't even realize it until editing either. Oh, and yeah. And you're like, you're reviewing the footage. You're like, holy crap. Like, that makes so much sense. Like, when yeah, you start missing tell. stuff too, because it's so daunting when you have four hours worth of footage to comb through. Mm -hmm. you're, and like, you're just, it's such a slog. But like, if you don't, you could miss some like really cool stuff because we've we've almost like left out some really incredible evidence that we've we've been very fortunate on like a watch through back because we have two eyes doing it or four eyes or whatever you want to say. Sometimes too, like we'll miss a video in all of the file thumbnails, you know, and like never mm -hmm. play that one, just continuously skip over and it. And then we just then have it. We don't even know what happened <laughs> in it. That's literally what happened in our tattoo shop video. There was a the abandonment session we had no idea what video that was part of but it was the continuous end of another video that was like 20 minutes long and we just never watched we would have cut it too if it was any time else but when we kept we it in there we got so many voices it's always yeah it's always the ones that you're just not even expecting it's those sneaky ones yeah You'll be like, that was such a boring part of the night. Like, nothing happened. It was a slow night, you know? Like, and then you listen and you listen, and all of a sudden there's a voice that shouldn't be there. And you're like, what? It... What? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. That's, I mean, that's how I feel about the poorhouse still, where it's now that I'm like re editing the audio because I was like, I have to fix this now. Like, the audio quality wasn't up to snuff. Like, it's good. Like, the first version that I had done was really good. And, but the like EVPs that we caught, they weren't done the justice they deserve. And then now that I've redid it and like amplified them in the ways that I did, it's like, oh, these are a lot clearer. Like, you can, you can hear 
people's voices that are not ours. And there was a female voice in there a couple of times the night. We didn't have a girl in our group. It was all dudes that had this baritone voice. Yeah, that's freaking crazy. Yeah, I was pooping my pants. And then the disembodied <laughs> voices and it, like to go on top of the footsteps that we caught too, where it's like, what is this? You know, and I'm sure you've caught that many a times on your investigations too, where it's like, what is that stuff? Yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't go into investigations just like to film a video usually. So sometimes I don't even like watch them for a <laughs> while. And then I'll be like, huh, I'm going to review some footage. And I, this I'll one's review from and I'll like, that comes out tomorrow. <laughs> like, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's crazy to, to see things that you miss, like, yeah, voices, like mm-hmm. things just in the moment that you just didn't even recognize. And it sometimes it upsets me because I'm like, I wish I noticed like certain, certain, like maybe it's answers like you know to things. Or just- 100%. 100%. There's so many times when in our videos, like we'll capture something and neither of us react to it. Yeah. It's like we didn't even hear it. Mm-hmm. But it was, it obviously happened, but we didn't, we don't, but even- you're on hyper vigilant, hyper awareness mode and mm-hmm. it still slipped through the, cl- like the cracks. Yeah. And it's like, that's incredibly weird. Like, is yeah. it meant to? I think sometimes, um, filming for me, like the, mm-hmm. the reason why I don't, I haven't been wanting to focus on filming is because I think sometimes it takes my attention away from the investigation. 100%. I definitely so- feel that. That's why, especially because I've only been investigating for maybe like since October 22, really. So um, only like a year and a half or something. So this like past last year, especially, I was just trying to focus on investigating. Yeah, finding where you like you fit in like how you investigate, because that's what we, we had to find how we investigated too, or like what we like to do and like. Now that we found our, our, like, I would say niche too. It's the same way with like how the editing style is now. It fits. Everything fits what we do and what we embody. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you kind of got to build the character of what's there, but like, you never done it before. Like, how do you blaze a trail? It's not there. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. And that's what, like, I was really like being hard on myself with filming and stuff at first. Cause that's what I was trying to focus on. And that was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to take a critical step is that good. and just, just investigate and like maybe set up a camera and not pay attention to it, if anything. So maybe eventually I will, but I mean, static cams are always worth it too, though, where, you know what I mean? Where it's like, even if you don't have like a long clip to like put out like a short of something fucking wild happening is always just as cool. And then it's like, everybody's still happy. Like you're still doing something. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was just trying to focus on, like little clips and whatnot here and there for like TikTok for now. So that's what I tried hey, to do. TikTok is one of those crazy things that I didn't think it was as, as like needed to like do well for like success as it does for people. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's not, like it's not like a conceited thing at all either, where it's just like, if you have videos that relatively can beat the algorithm that do get pushed out to people, a lot of people use that platform. And mm-hmm. a lot oh, yeah. of people will see your stuff at that point. The thing is, is that I don't want to hate on the general public on 
paranormal TikTok, but but they don't think that it's opinions on things is very what we put out there is fake. But then what the stuff that is like really (laughs) controversial stuff where it's very blobby or like very pixelated or very very washed out audio. It's like what. People will be freaking out over things. I'm like, that's fake. Like, that's obviously fake. Like, like scripted mm-hmm. videos. I'm like, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and it, like it's very clear. Fan, it's- like, oh. No. <laughs> yeah, I agree. People are getting you. super creative with the like the paranormal thriller thriller videos though on TikTok. I've been seeing a lot of the stuff that's obviously fake, but it's like it's scary good as hell. Like. Yeah. yeah, like it's really like, getting chased stuff. by something. Like every time they turn, it's like closer, or, like more distorted, and like that's good. Uh, there's, as there's a video of like this dude getting in his car, and he like turns his headlights on, and there's these two guys like standing in front, and they're like doing all. Oh, the, I've like, seen that one. And then he like puts the car in reverse and looks back, and then they're in the back seat, and he gets out of the car, and like. They're running backwards and shit. It's so freaky. Yeah, I think my friend sent me that the other day, actually. But no, but that's cool. That's like cinematic horror type right. stuff, you know? Like, But people do be believing that that's what happens on paranormal investigation. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's wild. Far from that. It's far from that. Some of the questions people ask me regarding the paranormal is just makes me giggle. But. Right. And it's not a it's not a bash because it's just like I think everybody deserves the right to like it to experience it at least once yeah. because then they have a better idea. Or at least exactly. like have somebody that does know what they're doing explain it because it's a lot of sit around wait and then when something does happen, it's like pay attention. Like something is, is happening and you're never gonna be able to forget that. Yeah. 100%. See, my honest opinion is that if you've felt like that static cobweb feeling, like come around mm. you like that's Something's something happening. Par- that's paranormal in my opinion mm. because that's the only time i've ever experienced that stuff is when i'm ghost hunting i don't like walk to my kitchen and feel that you know what i mean right a hundred percent that reminds me of a story so me and my friend hallie and well hallie and kayla we were at west virginia penitentiary and um we were up in the uh second the second floor of cells like in the cell block and we we weren't there for that long i mean like we walked up there and my friend kayla was like i'm gonna walk down this uh walk down the uh the cell block i guess yeah i don't know but i don't know what the name that's the i think that's the correct term i don't know i'm I'm bad at words sometimes just so you know words are hard words are hard But she was she was walking down. She's like, I'm gonna walk down without a flashlight. So she walked down, and while she was walking down, me and Hallie were standing there, and like in my head, like so, all of a sudden, I start feeling this like tingling sensation on the top of my head, and I literally in my mind, I went to go say like my head, like my head's tingling, and but I was like, maybe it's just from the energy drinks I drink, you know? Oh yeah. I was like, the I caffeine was, really be hitting hard that's, today. That's what I. <laughs> Like the Red Bull was like giving me wings, you know. <laughs> but I was thinking, I literally was thinking it, and all this literally five seconds later, she's like, My scalp is like tingling. And I was like, She's standing right next to me. I was like, No way. I was like, dude, mine too. I was literally gonna say that, but I thought I was just feeling the, the energy drinks. And so then, like, my friend Kayla, she walked out, she ends up coming back, and um, we were about to set up equipment because we didn't have any equipment set up yet. So we were just like chilling up there for a second. 
And all of a sudden, Kayla like shines her flashlight back down the cell block. And and she's like, what is she's like, what the fuck is that? And then I guess I didn't see it. I, I I saw a little bit of sh- of a shadow, but her and ha- my friend Hallie, they both saw a shadow figure, and she saw it with glowing eyes. My friend Ooh, Kayla, fuck that. she saw it with glowing eyes, and she said it like did like like when she was like, "What the fuck is that?" She said it kind of like stopped and was like and like ducked out of the way, like it was like hiding. Like you should like, have like, seen me. It was like, oh my god, you caught me, kind of like. But she I- was so freaked out. Like, I've never seen her like that on an investigation before. Like, you could tell she was just reevaluating everything. That You're like, why am I doing this? <laughs> well, I think she was just trying to figure out, like, if she was, like, crazy or not for, like, what she saw. That, like, that I've had that same feeling. Like, I know that feeling very well where it's like, that's not possible. I would like, say it, the- it's not. The moment that I felt that was when we were at Eloise Asylum. We saw that light in the the room at the end of the the hallway, Trevor. Yeah, and no one else believed us. Remember? Yeah, that? not a single person except we for like, one dude that walked up and was like, "I saw that. Did you guys see that?" Yeah, and we were like all in there together, and it's just a cement fucking block room. <laughs> Nothing in there at all. We thought it was a REM pod that got set up like. The night prior and was like left in the room overnight or something because mm. it was one of those ghost hunts usa tours i don't know if you've done anything like that before or not but i've done like haunted nights events so it's okay, not yeah, as, it's it's basically, chaotic, the, same I think, basically but... the same thing it's a group investigation and the one of the leads was telling some history or whatever and me and trevor saw this light and we were like hey like you said normal you know, at the beginning of this if you see or sense anything like speak up about it mm-hmm. so we did and he like shoot us off and we're like okay <laughs> we're going down the hallway then like screw you, like we just saw something we gotta go investigate it yeah like it was all game time at that Dang. point and he just wanted to tell his story about where he oh, was from of course because he was a paranormal celebrity that used to be a part of ghost hunters and taps and he was part oh. of the british crew very prestige, huh? I don't even remember his name, but like, yeah, he just wouldn't shut up about who he was and then just wouldn't let us go yeah. investigate what was happening. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's what really ticked me off where it's like, all right, dude, cool story, but like, we don't need it. We literally don't need it right now. The, it's it's a waste of time. Happening. You're like, I don't. That's not what you're there for. No, I need to see the paranormal. I know the history if I'm going to this place already, most likely. And if not, just give me the history while it's happening. See, that's that's the difference in group investigations, though, because a lot of people have don't know the history and they're going because it's something scary. Like it's yeah, a whole, but whole like thing. I know for a fact that if you were investigating, and this is hypothetical as hell, but like if something started happening, I was like, "Hey, sir, there's a light going on in this room." You'd be like, "All right, hold on." Walk over there, you know, everybody come here. We're going to look in here together, you know, like do a thing. <laughs> and then, you know, like validate that something happened and then be like, so did you know that this room actually was part of the, the mortuary where they used to store cold bodies? And, and it's like, oh, that makes yeah. fucking sense now. See, it's like, that's that's what I needed. And homie didn't give me that. He could have. <laughs> yeah, he could have made the experience better for everybody by Easily. doing something like that. Easily. Yeah. And. It like I don't know. It's just they don't vet like anybody that comes there. So there was a lot of like very young people that were not there to like be paranormal investigators. They were there to like 
It's weird. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Which I don't blame them. Like, you paid the same amount I did. You went yeah. and did your like, thing. Do what, do what you want to do. But... <laughs> but, like, if you see me with a recorder in my hand and I'm being quiet, please shut the fuck up respectfully. <laughs> How many people were on that investigation? 100. 150. It's you know, that's, like that's crazy. Yeah, there was, there was yeah so the whole, they're like Eloise, okay? Pretty fucking okay. awesome place. Place was sweet. Very big, but their their parking lot is like the size of a small grocery store. Completely fucking filled with cars. Oh. And it was a snowstorm, and it was probably negative two with the wind chill in the building. Oh, that's and the it was like, No heat. No heat. Why that's the fuck the is there still a hundred people here? We should have this place to ourselves. <laughs> We're real Michiganders. See, like the haunted nights events, there's only ever like twenty to twenty five people, so it's not that bad at all. Especially on like a yeah, big they cap event. that you shit. Don't at a run, good you don't even run into each other, honestly. Yeah. See, our first one, our first group investigation. Uh, yeah, that, was the like first. That. I will. I will give them a little redemption. The first one we ever went to, for sure. Olakin County Jail. There was what twelve of us. Oh, yeah, twelve people. Yeah. I think there's twelve of us. Yeah, and that includes Lee, like the guides and everything. Ten of them were girls, right? And then yeah, me and you were the only two. guys. And then one guy that wasn't investigating, so we didn't. I don't count him. We never even saw him. He doesn't even exist. Nope. So we like <laughs> once they were like, "Here's free time." We just went on our own, and all the girls just like. They did the like we all had to go to the bathroom at the same time thing, and they just all stayed together the entire time, and they all went to the same places. So whatever floor yep. they were on, we're like we're going two floors above you. Yep. No issues. So, how like you said you've only been doing this for like a year and a half, maybe like a little over. Where where have you gone? You know, like what any like bigger locations, or has it been like a lot of local stuff for you? Yeah, I've been to a good amount of big locations. Um, so last year, I think I did 15 different places. <laughs> Let's go. See, I'm very like low key. I Social media kind of scares me a little bit. Um, but last year I had a list. So Fairfield was like my first big investigation. Um, and then I did Madison. And then I think I went back to Fairfield again. And then I went to Waverly Hills, which Ooh. Waverly was very interesting. Um, I went for two nights in a row at Waverly. And the first night was so active and had my anxiety so high. I went back to the Airbnb and I, me and my friend, we rented an Airbnb with like a bunch of like a, a big group of girls that all went to this event. And um, I was like laying in bed with my friend and I was like, she's trying to sleep and I'm laying there and I'm like shaking. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I can go back tomorrow. I was like, <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like, that place, I was like, that place was really weird. I was like, they were like messing with me. Like men, like, and I, that's the only time I've ever said that, like. But I just felt so psychologically like confused and anxious. And it gets to you. I feel like that's how those people would have felt, though. It was you're probably feeling like their emotions. Yeah, and I, I that I think that is what I kind of I came to a little bit of a conclusion on that. It was just I don't 
don't know. I ended up going back the second night, and it was very quiet, though. So first night, super active. Second night, extremely quiet. That's, it happens a lot. I've, that's what a lot of people have said to us, and that I've experienced myself sometimes, where it's like, sometimes you go to like places, and the first night is just like wild as hell. And then the second night is like, oh, they use their batteries. Like, it's done. Like, you got yeah. the first wave, and the wave crashed. Yeah, we did that at Mouse Cemetery here in... First night was the most insane night we've ever had investigating, I would say, with like with the evidence that we captured. The next day, it was really not much at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wave, yeah, Waverly is definitely a, a interesting place. Like we were chasing like phantom voices like all night. We kept we could swear like it, it was a group investigation. There was like 20 people there. Don't get me wrong. So it's it's still a lot larger than we, would, we were. We would like hear voices and we would be like, hello. And like nothing. And we would walk down just to see and there would be nobody down there. And that happened all night. We were chasing these and they would sound like our friends that were like also there. But we would ask oh. them and we, and we would be like, were you up there? And they'd be like, no, we were, you know, on the freaking other side downstairs or something. So they were like getting like mimicked. Yes, it was so weird. And then at another point, um, we were going down. We were on like the bottom level, walking towards the lobby. Do you guys like? Have you been to Waverly Hills? Mm-mm. We have not. It's on the bucket list, though, for sure. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely a crazy place. But we were walking towards the lobby, and we had like a small group of us. And I was about to walk through the lobby doors, and I was ahead of the group, and we kind of had like. We were we had like stragglers, you know, behind following behind. I was the first person and I was about to walk through the lobby doors and all of a sudden it's like the doors like shook or something and it was like loud. It was like a bang almost. And I jumped because it scared me. I was like, well, and then I turned around and while I turned around, I see my other friend. She's freaking out behind me, like 10, 15 feet away. <laughs> Say she's like that door just opened and oh, like there was a door she watched a door literally open and we tried so hard to replicate this door opening like this is what i debunk like debunk 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 we were like trying to like run past this door like maybe thinking like it was the wind or something that um opened it but it was just so strange because i that happened with that door like shaking as soon as i got to go in and then she was freaking out about the weird. door opening and then so we go into the lobby and this is a topic I wanted to bring up to you guys. So we went to the mm-hmm. lobby and I had the worst deja vu of my life. <laughs> I was like freaky. I was like about to cry because it was so weird and it wouldn't go away. And I was like, I was like, I've been here in a dream. It was like, it felt like, like I had been there before. Um, Shit, yeah. So have you ever experienced deja vu at a location? Yeah, really? I have. Like, I can't give you like specific events that I've had it because I think I can give you quite a at few. least two. <laughs> but I know like minor usually like that minor minor usually like I have a dream and then it actually happens. But it's like in the dream I I can't see a lot of the details. I just know like how it progressed. But I can't mm-hmm. give you like faces, names or people or like exactly what happened. But the thing that happened in my dream, maybe two or three days prior, happens fairly similar in real life. Whether it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to think of like an example that happened, but it hasn't happened in a while. So it's not like at the top of my mind right now. So it's like a blurry premonition almost. Yeah, yeah, a premonition. Exactly. 
See, like sometimes I'll be in like the locations and you know, like you'll stand in one spot for a second and you'll be like taking it in. And like I'll feel like I'll like do that like third person and like snap back in mode and I'll be like like everything is now more aware. Like I'm more aware of everything around me and everything feels more real, if that makes sense. No, I a hundred I understand completely what you mean yeah like that's the deja vu feeling that i get like like a lot more but then there's been times too where it's like we'll roll up to a location i'll be like why the fuck do i know what this looks like like there's no reason that i know i should know this do you have a dog yeah there's a dog and a cat roaming around sorry someone said i'm sorry you probably saw like a little monkey tail like just like peeking through (laughs) oh my friend was like why is he just looking at the door like that so. Oh yeah, the the dog just I looked back because my dog was staring at the door and just like staring into it. Like, That's a nice that? door. Like look at look at that dog. <laughs> but, oh my goodness. Hey Matt. So what up, Matt, I'm curious. Like when you uh, when you do your investigating, what is your favorite device that you like to use on these investigations? That's a great question. Um, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I would say so because honestly, to me, like the best piece of evidence is always going to be something that like I see or hear or feel. Yep. Um, I don't a hundred percent trust. I mean, obviously, you can't trust equipment fully. Um, but I'm so skeptical about equipment sometimes that I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know how. The EMF detectors equipment. for me are like kind of spotty. You know what I mean? Like I. There's not, there's validity not to a big them. Banner of the K K two. The K twos in particular, I'm not a huge fan of, but like mm-hmm. they do, they are useful tools in certain situations. I will say that much. Okay. See, I just I have one, and I just like rarely ever end up pulling it out, just because I feel like I don't know. I usually don't get much with it, but I mean, I have a little bit, but I just don't know, like, because there's cameras and there's phones and there's technology and all this stuff that can interfere. And I just feel like a lot of like there's been times when I've seen someone get a notification on their phone and the freaking red pod goes off. And I'm like, it's like, bruh, it's it's the red pod. (laughs) Like, Yeah, but um, I really like I do like the spirit box. I freaking love an Estes session. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I love that. You oh. and my wife, like, everybody <laughs> that comes on always is, like, it's like a, like, I feel like we need to get a running tally going now where it's, like, S-Box, S-S Methods, REM Pods, and then EVP Recorder. And then see which one's gonna win out. <laughs> yeah, I used to, like, when I first got my REM Pod, I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited for the REM Pod. It still is cool, like, when it is, like, actually, like, pretty on with answering questions and, like, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, you know, it's just, a, I'm like, is it, is it this, is it just this thing? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, we we realistically don't ever have our REM Pod on our Mel REM meter ever go off. So when it does, it's, like, the icing on the cake where it's, like, this motherfucker doesn't ever work. It's Why happening. is it working? Little hint: We actually got it going off, but didn't get it on camera at, on our video tomorrow. So yeah, that's a tragic that part too. It of actually course. went off, and we didn't get it on video. You can hear it though. That's it. it goes beep. Okay. Yep, and then the video that comes out after that one too. Same thing. My camera died right before it decided to do like satanic worshiping things. That was wild. 
Excuse me. <laughs> so okay, I know I've told the story before, but like it is really interesting because I have never experienced this a day in my life, and Riley has never either. And I'm sure you will never have the same experience that I. It's just weird, okay? So we were at Post Town Elementary. And oh, I, I want to go there so bad. That's it, that list. place is so fucking cool. I love that place. And I'm working on the video right now, but like that that night, I had two wildly crazy experiences that like were just mind boggling to me. And one of them was we were down. I was downstairs with Creepy Confidential, and then a couple of POVs team, and we were just hanging out downstairs. We were in their dry goods room, which was just a concrete room, and it was October, and it was probably about 50, maybe 45 degrees, so it was pretty cold down there, but I was super, super warm all night, so I was running around in like a tank top and shorts. Everybody else had sweaters on and blankets. He's and an animal. Breathing. But yeah, different type of person, but like. I looked at a REM pod because it had kept like the temperature gauge kept going off. We kept getting spikes of like 13 milligauss and it was really weird. And then they had an Estes method going on in the other corner. And then she started talking about like dark things. And then she said like, like, like devil he's here. And then all of a sudden, you know, like after she started saying all this dark stuff, I look back at the REM pod and like the melmeter and it's like bugging out a little bit and then there's cat balls going off all around it and i'm like what is happening and like everybody else will like also attest to this like all of a sudden the rem pod on the fucking mel rem starts going one like one like literal like what do you call them the lights that light up light, one yeah. yeah i don't know why i had so so much trouble figuring that out it started going one by one by one so it was like if you were to touch it but slowly start pinching it to get it to like do it in like a slow sequence until mm -hmm. it was on like the maximum the maximum range right and then it shuts off and i'm like what the fuck like what's happening and i pick it up well the rem pod shut off but the backlight shut off but the whole thing didn't shut off i looked at it it said it was a hundred and like 20 degrees in the basement and it was, you know, like still working properly. So I turned it off and I turned it back on. Everything came back on but the REM pod. The REM pod just would not come back on. And I was like, oh, no, I broke Riley's REM pod. <laughs> so like I'm looking at it and it's it reads like, you know, like 40 and 40 degrees or 42 or whatever it was. And I put it back down. And then like we go back to like doing our investigation. And I look back down. The fucking thing says it's 112 degrees again. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? What the? So did you ever have any issues with it after that? No. Or? Works completely fine. Uh. Actually, like, Riley took it out of his out of the bag when I got back and, like, turned it on. Completely fine. Like, the batteries were fine. Like, nothing was wrong with yeah, it. There's fully charged and everything. Nothing uh. wrong with it. That's strange. And I, I still, to this day, have, like, I've never experienced that. I've never seen anybody's equipment, like, malfunction like that mm -hmm. and not be broken. Do you, so do you recommend the Melmeter? That's like one of the next things that I want to get. Yeah, if you do get a Melmeter, like it's the it's Mel a, Rem is Mel pretty Rem nice. Has the Rem lights on the top here? Okay. This is definitely the one to go with for sure. So yeah, then what you do can the, see. Do the lights like go off like according to like how like? Yeah. So I that antenna the, that comes up, it'll mm -hmm. give that EMF field. So like, if anything starts to get, if you can, okay. you can and, turn the sensitivity up too. But yeah, like and you can totally it. customize the sensitivity. So like, we have it set. So you have to touch the antenna. Like, 
you have to get otherwise within. it is stupid sensitive yeah yeah so you have to be like within like a circle around your yeah, like a half dollar your, probably yeah around okay. like a quarter or a half dollar close to it to even make it go off okay that's cool though that you well can... we also did learn that if you were to turn on your hotspot on your phone you can make that shit go off your phone at the melrem it mm-hmm. will go off so because mm-hmm. we had we had to use our phones for cell service to go on tiktok live at the asher walton house mm-hmm. and it just started going insane and we were like what the fuck's going on right now hasn't ever gone off and then hold on like, experiment hold time. on a second <laughs> yeah put my phone at it because it's on you know creating a wi-fi signal will go off mm-hmm. sure enough yep that's what uh it's so funny like debunking equipment uh i learned with cat balls which for i didn't know for months cat balls if you're too loud and they're on like uh anything wood or even not even just wood if if you're too loud and t- or talk too loud or scream the cabinet will go off because of the vibrations. Uh, yeah, that, that makes sense, wild. actually. I that there makes was, a lot of sense. I can't remember what we were doing. I feel like I started to sing or something and the cat ball. Oh, I was in the Monroe house. I was with my friend Taylor in the Monroe house yeah. at one point. And um, we had the cat ball set up on the stairs and I was started singing and the cat ball went off and I was like, wait a second. But um, I think we just—I think we actually discovered a, a inspiration house. It's like this little house in Ohio. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh-huh. And we just kept having the cat balls go off anytime. Like I was would talk loud. It, we weren't even screaming. We were just talking loud, and they were going off. And so, like, we were able to de- debunk that. But we didn't know for the longest time. Like, like I, we did a good amount of investigations before we found that out. And I think uh-huh. there's still a good amount of people that don't know that. Right, yeah, because yeah. I mean, if you have Honestly, like a very bassy voice, mm-hmm. like you don't even have to talk that loud. Like as long as you have just like a steady voice and it's on a certain surfaces where uh, sound will travel through. Yeah, I'm sure wood is probably an easier one. Yeah, it was on something else one time too, though that I was surprised that it was going off. Uh, I can't remember what it was though. I like to take them so like that button part that has like that just that little concave that you got to push the button in. Mm-hmm. I like to set it on that so like you have to like literally roll it. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think some of mine are the concave, but then some of them are the Audis. So Oh um, yeah, so yeah. it's like they they're going to be where they're going to be. There's a there's a guy on Instagram I saw that he started 3D printing like these little cone things for cat balls to like sit on. Which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, oh, yeah, that is. I You remember you showed me that. That is, it's ingenious, honestly, at least for like our niche. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's sweet. That's definitely a. It's yeah, A1. Is he is is selling them or what? I think so. I, it's I've probably TikTok shop, honestly. Probably. Either that or just DM on. He's saying TikTok shop. Wait, what? Yup. You got them That'd on that TikTok thing. shop. You got him on that TikTok shop. <laughs> oh gosh. See, but like we I've had experiences though with our cat balls now, and I never thought they would go off for us, but they did. But like we we'd stick them in like mud almost or like dirt, and they would start going off for us. And it's like nobody was walking. Like, how is this happening? Yeah, I have this one video, and for the longest time I was like, that was the craziest thing that happened to me. Um, I was at this place, it's called Laurel's House of Horrors. It's like 15 minutes away. It's an abandoned cinema turned into a haunted house. But um, awesome. 
it's really freaking it was it's really cool and it seemed active besides what i'm about to the story I'm about to tell but we had a cat ball set up like in three different places we had one like on like a desk one in a cabinet that was supposed to be haunted and we had one there was like a mannequin like hanging on the wall like upside down and like i stuffed it in this possessed guy's shirt and like it was in there pretty good but at one point we had like we had heard a sound and I was, I was like, what was that noise? And then we were like, that wasn't you, whatever. And then uh, we had just Spirit Talker running for shits and giggles. And Spirit Talker was like, did I scare you? And then I was like, what? And then the cat, and I, it was from me screaming, so I'm pretty sure is what happened. The cat ball, one of the cat balls went off. And then the other one went off right after. And then the one in the shirt on the wall went off too. And like, so it was like one after another, cat ball, cat ball, cat ball. And I was like, ah! <laughs> So I don't know if it was from me screaming or not, but it's kind of a funny video. But it's just rapid fire screaming. I think it was from me screaming. (laughs) I mean, that would spook me though. Like that that is pretty jarring. I'm not gonna lie. Especially when it's like, make that go off. Bing, bing, bing. I was like, the one on the okay, the I want to go back so bad so I can like try to debunk it. Like it's the best to go back to locations because then you can really get like your baseline and like if that was an anomaly or if that's what it always is like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel like just going back to locations too, it's like you can start to kind of develop like a relationship. Like that too. Oh, I, yeah. I 100% believe that you can create a like relationship with the spirit. 100%. Mm-hmm. We've had no. multiple guests that like have explain their relationships with different spirits it's kind of wild like they can how can something that's like not physical have a memory like that's wild even concept. where are they storing it yeah like how <laughs> mm-hmm. i know that's what that's interesting to me too i feel like there's so many different kinds of um like I think some do have a memory, but I think others don't. Um, I think there's just so many different things out there. Like I believe in the theory of dimensions, so I just think uh, like dimensions and like timelines, kind of like yeah. on top of another, and like every once in a while, yeah, for they overlap reason, and overlap. And yeah, overlap. And, like for whatever reason, like there's like thinner veils, and that's what I was questioning: if deja vu when that happens, if that's a thinner veil, like if the veil is thin or veil. Not veal. I'm saying <laughs> the, veal. Veal. the veil. The <laughs> veil feels pretty good. I always do that. I don't know why. But um, the veil. I southern. The I veil get, like, a is real accent. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I question with deja vu, though. It's like I'm like, I wonder if it's like because the veil is thin, like in those certain circumstances, and that's why. <laughs> Agreed. Why do you, guys, I, I, I why do you correct that. me when I said veal? Like because words are hard, and we, we hard. misinterpret and misspell and missay things quite frequently, <laughs> and like, we just roll with it. And we've oh, learned man. with this many episodes and doing this as much as we have that if we just <laughs> fuck up one little word, is not any drop in the puddle more than like making the whole thing go. <laughs> yeah, we're engaged in the conversation. We know what you meant. <laughs> The meat yeah, is thin. I, I completely got it. The meat is thinning. Yeah, I like yeah, to think when the, <laughs> when the meat is the thinnest. 
<laughs> yeah, when the meat the meat is like on a dress too, and you wear that to the Grammys. I'm just kidding. But, I'm, I'm dead. I can't. So I think there's also like a lot of like levels to like the spirits too. In particular, like it locations, you'll get like your residual hauntings. You'll get your like intelligent, intelligent responses and people that can come and go. Then you'll get like these intelligent to like a time period, but only to that location. So it's mm-hmm. like I think there's a lot of like factors that play into like these intelligences or these consciousnesses or or there's also spirits that don't belong there they have no relation to the history like how did they get there just highly intelligent extremely charged i don't like i don't know what gives those ones the keys to the kingdom to be able to like do what they do but maybe they're like primordial beings i just figured it out there's no way of knowing you know Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. That's what's so interesting about it. I feel like since going to these investigations, I feel like I've been more focused on like figuring out like what the hell is going on. I'm like more questions than answers. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, like when I started this, I didn't realize what kind of um rabbit hole I was gonna be going down. My perspective in the past year has changed so so much. Ours is ever so oh, constantly changing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're like that amoeba. That's like in the amorphous, just like, hey, shape and mold me into whatever is going on that I can like physically like, like, like com- comprehend right now. Because I, to this day, still don't know what happened to us half the time we've been investigating. Can I say hi, can I say hi to people in the chat real fast? Oh, of course. Yeah. Dude, I see Hopping people coming through. Hi, Who's Helena. Hi, Patience. Hi, Marianne. Hi, CC. Hi guys! Thanks I like for how being here. The crew and the night crew just like interwoven. <laughs> we got a strong following today, and I love all of you. You guys are the bomb. Yeah, honestly, my heart is full of seeing all my friends in here too. I'm Gen like, Z dropping some, some theory on us. There's realms, and when we go investigating, I think we break open the door of these dimensions, and that allows them to come through to ours as we go to theirs, and everything becomes intermingled i like that i do also think like though that's like the big three you know what i mean where it's just like the the dimensional theory like how you were saying where it just overlaps in the time the time frames are always constant all over each Mm -hmm. other all the time and then it's like maybe there is like those factors that do play into like certain anchors to like spirits or Maybe we are opening the doorway to like just a whole nother realm of like just consciousness that some some of those consciousness just haven't figured it all out yet. Hi, Selena. Sorry, I don't want to say hi to my other friends. <laughs> I don't want to miss. I'm sorry. I don't want to miss anybody. I want anyone to think I'm like not. Hey, I give you more credit because we are awful at keeping on yeah. top of saying hi to everybody in the chat. I've right? does a great job. Of <laughs> that's why I like to. That's that's I'm like trying to, to bring keep y'all in everyone. check. That's why we like to bring up people's comments. That way they know we're not ignoring them. They're, we're yeah, plus we don't want to interrupt you when you're talking. So it's like. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. 100%. Hi, Princess Scary, by the way, too. So I this is usually about you. the mark of the show where we ask you, what is your dream location? If you could oh. go anywhere in the world with, say, a week of time, all the equipment, where were you? Nothing's off you limits. Going? You know, nothing's know, off limits. 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 Limings taboo. I knew that you guys were going to ask this question. It's the best question. It's the question everyone always asks. It is. The, it is the like leading question. Other than like, 
What's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's important, though. It's important that people got to know. This is... <sighs> it speaks to I who s- you are. Stop. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, put, don't put that much pressure on me. Like, I'm going to be judged entirely for my answer on this question. <laughs> I mean, I have some pretty out there answers. There's, like, two that Riley is always like, man, why do you always got to bring this up? I literally thought about this for, like, ten minutes, too. Because I literally, I I have on, on my handy-dandy note card. <laughs> what did you write down? What did I you have, write down? I have top bucket list locations, okay? Because I knew y'all were going to ask this. And <laughs> my, I can't think on the spot. And even though I had 10 minutes to think, I still feel like I couldn't figure out what my actual number one like- is. I'm shaking, like... <laughs> uh but um so these are just like a few that i really want to go to um i feel like i can't think of my number one like i don't know what it is like it's it's escaped from my brain it'll come it'll come maybe one day i don't know (laughs) but um they kind of just find you (laughs) exactly but um okay so i really want to investigate ohio state reformatory Oh yeah. Okay. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. That's I, literally on our list as well. Okay. Yeah. It's just it, it's like a half hour from uh my where I lived like all my life. So it's like one of those locations that I went to like their haunted house and like did a like a walkthrough or whatnot, but I haven't gotten to investigate. Um but that's like the that's probably my number one right now. Like yeah. um my uncle was actually incarcerated there when it was open. No. Um, Whoa. How long? Like a good chunk or just um, like a small Just like thing? maybe two years, I think he said. Mm. Um, but he had paranormal experiences while he was there. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. My fucking dog. Hold on. I'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> her, her channel is tagged in the title. You can click. click I, I don't have anything on my channel. So yeah. you guys... Other than that, all the socials are always down in the description, everybody. Always. There you go. (laughs) So we got Ohio State Reformatory. Where are we at next? Okay, I really want to go to Villisca. Villisca, definitely a spot I feel like everyone that investigates has to go to because Mm -hmm. that story is crazy. And the house is still like a capsule of time. Like Mm -hmm. it has never changed, really. Um, The Stanley Hotel. Okay. You know. Is that because of a big shining fan? Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Figures, figures, of course. Um, and Penhurst. I really want to go to Penhurst as well. Um, I don't have any like I was trying to think of international locations and I don't know why I just I couldn't really think like obviously like the catacombs like would be really cool and whatnot, but I just I couldn't think of anything, and I feel like I'm missing like the one that I really want to go to, and I'm just blanking on it. Yeah, international locations are definitely harder because if there isn't like a big video or like a big TV show's gone there, like you probably don't even know about it. That could be insanely haunted. Exactly. Like, for me, I think of like obviously the catacombs or Clavaglia Island, or maybe mm-hmm. even like uh, castles in Ireland or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I think those types of locations would be super cool because, I mean, that's history that 
way predates anything we could go investigate here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like medieval times. I like. Can you imagine talking to someone from like medieval times? Like how different they probably act towards someone. Uh, yeah, that w- that would be very interesting to see what they think of us. Thinking <laughs> 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 that what they think of where our society has gone to. It's just like, I don't know, like, I feel like with technology, too, like, do you guys explain, like, your technology when you go on investigations? We try to, because it's really tough, though, because how do you tell, like, a spirit how to use (laughs) something when you're like, just use your energy, but, like, what what does that even mean? You just hope that they understand you. Yeah, I know, that's what I Sometimes, too, we kind of... We kind of been saying this a lot lately. Like at some points in the night, it almost feels like you're telling them to do circus tricks. Like, yeah, touch that monkey yes. see make a noise, touch me, like do 100%. all this random shit. And it's like, man, I almost feel like I'm belittling them, like a, a dick. I know yeah. that's what. But your brain's so fried sometimes that like you can't think of a better question. And it's like, <laughs> you ask the same question like 27 times and you don't realize that you've asked it that yeah. many times. And you'll be like, I'll stop asking you. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last time. This is the last time. If you do this, I'll leave. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm not leaving. Give them ultimatums. Like, yeah. I feel like one of the last investigations I did, I someone was like, this is the last time we'll ask. And it said something like liar. Like, <laughs> 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 Like, I think it was under an Estes and it was like liar or Getting something like that. Here we're like, it hits different. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> or when you're in an Estes method and like everyone, something happens in the room and everyone act, like reacts to it, but you don't realize what happened. You just see lights and everything going everywhere and people mm-hmm. like yelling super loud. <laughs> you see, like, you see, like frantic on? shuffling and shit and you're like. like <laughs> What's going on here? Like I have my eyes. What's closed. happening? Yeah, like hello. I missed something. What the hell? <laughs> I've been sitting here like, listening. Are we to being invaded? For minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely love it. So, what's your take on aliens? I was about to bring up aliens. That's really weird that I read brains. I was literally about. I swear on everything I was about to say. So, like, what do you think about aliens? <laughs> See, little do you know, like, me and Riley technically are, like, telepathic empaths. And, like, we read e- each other's minds and other people's minds. Oh, yeah. It just happens. Trevor, I don't know why you kind of give me, like, alien vibes, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's as fuck! Wait. Yeah, we have a little alien. Oh, Our friendship group has a little alien cult thing. We all have alien tattoos. Aw. Love that. <laughs> I'm not sure what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't know who you speak of. I look totally different when I change my glasses. Oh, glasses. you change your glasses? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I, didn't, I was just like, what, what are you talking about? Dude? <laughs> no, can't do it. Those are uncomfortable. No, I you just like you can. you seem like you're from a different planet. That's what I'm saying. I've Might never be. been from here. I've. Uh... <laughs> What? I mean, you why think everyone, why you guys play with your hats? Just... <laughs> it's just, it's just gotta go the way it do. <laughs> Otherwise, my hair is unruly and unkept right now. I don't want to yeah, deal same. with it. Likewise. So, um, I totally believe in aliens. I actually have alien stories. 
So let's go. I want to hear all about these alien stories. Uh, okay. You're not going to be ridiculed. I promise you. We've had our own alien encounters. That's why, like, I'm always very wary about telling my alien stories because one of them specifically makes me seem like a nut job. But it happened. And it's it's just what happened. <laughs> so I, it's the reality. But, okay, so the first alien encounter I had, I was probably about 10 years old. And I remember me and my sister were getting ready to go roller skating for the night. We used to go oh, roller yeah. skating every single weekend. It's like, it's what you did in middle school or You had to. It's whatever. the cool thing to do. Yeah. So uh, we were getting ready to go roller skating. We were waiting on my mom because my mom always takes forever. And so we went out, we were like kind of bored. So we like walked out onto the back porch while we were waiting for her. And I swear on everything I see. So we have a tree line that's like, uh, that was next to our house. The trees weren't like super tall or anything. I'm was not good when you were like, in Ohio. Yeah. In Ohio, this is in nice Ohio. Time. And my friend Hallie actually had a really ex similar experience around the same time. And she lived right down the street. So it's like really, she would start telling me about her experience one day, and I was like, No, freaking, and you were like, like, Stop it, yes, because we describe it the exact same way, basically, too. So, uh, there was like a tree line, and there was this huge, it was like a like literally spherical, uh, and it was hover, it was just hovering, it wasn't moving, and it was huge, like hovering above these tree lines, had like lights like around it, like it. It sounds like a stereotypical UFO. Yeah, it's straight out of a movie. It literally was. <laughs> and we, um, me and my sister, like, we freaked out. We ran inside. And, like, we told my mom about it. And my mom said that she kind of remembers it. But I don't know if she's just, like, saying that or whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, yeah. But after that, it's like, we just didn't even think about it. Like, like, but I could still picture it in my head to this day. Yeah. Like, because it was just... It, it's just it just it, it imprints itself in your brain it does like it one definitely of those does. events definitely will yeah and like part of me like for a long time i'm like like was it a dream but i swear it wasn't a dream like this one wasn't a dream but um and then another time i was driving with my mom in the car and we were driving we were close to that same to my house when this happened we're driving mm. down the highway and all of a sudden i was watching this like weird looking thing in the sky and it just like was moving weird it was just like one light but it just looked strange to me i was watching it and all of a sudden out of thin air it just disappeared and i wasn't i was like what the hell but then i see my mom and she's looking over and she's like in the car she's the one driving so she's like looking and she's like <laughs> looking too i was like did you just see that I was like, did you just see that? And she was like, yeah. And she was like, I just, and she was like, it just like disappeared. I was like, yes, I saw the exact same thing. And so I was like, okay, that's like cool. Like to have a, someone there to validate. Oh, um, yeah. But um, this is the, this is the weird story that I still, it, it's very strange. So I was probably 19. So I was probably like almost 10 years ago now. I was taking a nap. And I remember the sun shining in through the windows. They we uh, I was laying like under these like skylights, and the sun was shining in, and it was like warm. And I had kind of woke up from my nap for a second, but then I was like, I'm not re I'm not ready to be done napping yet. This nap needs to continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like it's, I did those good nap. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh my god, like the sun shining in. It was so warm, and I was like, I could nap a little bit longer. So I went to go back to sleep and all of a sudden like while i'm like about to fall back asleep i hear 
what sounds like radio static in my brain, like tuning into my brain, like a radio station. What the fuck? And I don't know why I just like, I would just continue just like laying there with my eyes closed though. And all of a sudden I hear a voice in my brain. I don't know how to explain this other than it sounds like, like, telepathic like huh. it was like a telepathic radio it was so strange and i hear like in this strange voice it was like it said we are extra they were like we are extraterrestrials from the planet and they literally said a planet name that i cannot remember and i can't all that's all the only exact words i remember like we're extraterrestrials from the planet whatever and then they started talking about how like they like wanted my help with something or they what? like are they something like that like they wanted my help or they wanted to use me for something and i immediately was like and i like i opened up my eyes and i was like what the heck was that i was like and then i just continued on with my nap and later in the night i forgot all about it i went back to sleep i had forgot all about it and then later in the night it just clicked and i was like whoa oh, and i started happened. i started crying like i started crying because i was so freaked out about it like i just couldn't believe that first of all that i forgot that happened and then remembering it that that happened do you remember if their voice was like human like or did it kind of sound like different it sounded different it wasn't human like it almost robotic but That's not wild. but not quite robotic so it, a bio organic engineered symbiote type <laughs> organism i'm telling you it was so freaking weird it was so weird and uh, i have no explanation for it i'm still like maybe it was some kind of um what's it called when you're like not dreaming but like you lucid have a dream not lucid dreaming i'm a lucid dreamer so i can i can't control my dreams That's but um it was l- it's when you can't, when you hear like voices like, or something, like while you're still like on the verge of being asleep and awake. Like oh, a sleep I know paralysis type? Yeah, like kind of like a sleep paralysis type thing. There um, is another term for it too. I just don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. there's like a word for like it. If, but if someone words, knows in the chat, let us know. What's the word? Words are hard. <laughs> words, are. words are fucking hard. Um... And then I did have one more experience after that regarding aliens. So this actually happened in the last five years. Um, hip, there hip, it is. Hypnogogic. Hypnogogic, right? Hypnogogic. Hypnogogic. I can't say it good. But- <laughs> <laughs> like, don't look at me. I can't say it good. I think I'm you did a good job. Say, I just know what it sounds like. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's all that matters. Um, but like about like probably four years ago at this point, um, I was like laying in bed and I usually sleep with string lights on. I mean, at my old, at my parents' house, Mm -hmm. this was at my parents' house that this happened. Um, I had string lights on around my room and I had to go, I was starting a new job the next day. I had to be up early and I couldn't fall asleep. And I was like, I'm going to turn off these lights. I was like, maybe the lights are keeping me up because I hear that lights can keep you up. Like it do happen like that sometimes. Yeah, like <laughs> even if you don't realize it, like lights, non. I don't know. Okay, word. I don't know. Words. They can keep you up. That ah, even if you don't realize it. But um, so 
I had turned them off because I was like, okay, I need to, I need to go to sleep. And then I had fell asleep and I was probably asleep for like an hour and I had woke up because I was having like demonic dreams. Have you guys ever had like demonic dreams before? One. What, really? yeah, yeah, and it was like a shared dream One, between like, the both of us. That's interesting. Let me finish the story and I want to come back to that. <laughs> we can talk about that. Um, but uh I had woke up from those like demonic dreams. And like when I like opened my eyes, it looked like there were things like moving around my bedroom, like in the dark. And in the corner of my room was this tall, skinny, dark, lanky figure, like reaching the ceiling. And it had like long, lanky arms. And I was looking at it and I'm like squinting. And I'm like, am I seeing things? Cause I was, and I was like shaking cause I was so freaked out. I was like looking at it. And then I was like, I need to plug in my lights. Cause I was like so freaked out at that <laughs> point. I'm like, these lights, never mind. Like I'm not sleeping with the lights off ever again now. So but I went to go you plug them in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so the, uh, the plug was like right next to my bed, but kind of lower. So I'm like reaching over, like trying to like get the lights plugged in. Stabbing and when, the wall. Literally. I can't get the plug in and I'm freaked out and I'm like, like I'm like trying to get the plug in and then um closer to me all of a sudden I see another one of the tall skinny linky things standing in front of the window that's like closer to me and well I'm trying to get the light plugged into the wall and I'm like leaned over I like have my eyes closed and I'm like because I don't want to look you know but yeah, then I if you look it's there and exactly, I don't want it to be there exactly and so then um I like I like opened my eyes a little bit because I like was trying to like see and I saw this long arm like reaching down like towards me and at that point I was like hell no I like went under the covers and I called my boyfriend (laughs) on FaceTime and I was like basically on the verge of crying because I was so freaked out and eventually I got the lights plugged in and like it was fine but what about blankets is like what it what why are they a barrier? Because I think the same <laughs> thing, man. What what about them has like that gamma slit, like super secure, like just barrier level security? Like I, I don't supernatural swear. protector as a blanket. For real though. We love a good blanket. Good old blankie. I just, it's safety. I guess that <laughs> everybody knows it is safety. I mean, we all do it, right? If you see yeah. something, you know, late at night, you're like laying in bed and you're like, nope, no, nope, just I'm, I'm, it's over. It's over nope. now. Can't get to it. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. So what were you saying about your you guys having the same demonic dream? All right, Riley, you start it. Okay. So we had spent a long night editing our haunted indian burial grounds video and it was the reason i say that is because it involves a specific scene in that video that we used as b-roll kind of and it's where trevor like heard something in the cemetery and he's like looking through the cemetery and it's like a it's a wooded cemetery dark super old really creepy and the light like as it's going through because it's kind of foggy because it was raining just had this really eerie ambience behind it right yeah and in our dream, this actually happened the night that we were working on this video. So it could have been because we were up for a long periods of time. And I actually almost thought I was going to die that night, too. I almost fainted driving home that night. And I had to stop at my girlfriend's house. Oh, and like gosh. she found me basically passed out and at her front door because her door was locked. And I couldn't wake her up because it was like four in the morning. Oh, no. 
And that night is when I had this dream, but it was at the point where I was asleep, but like my eyes weren't asleep yet. So I was like seeing things. Your brain was was functioning, but your body wasn't. As this was happening, I was like almost in that exact moment in the cemetery as this light went past this like opening of trees. And as the light passed, like, I don't know, skinwalkers don't belong in Michigan, but the best way I could explain it was a skinwalker-like creature was now in this beam of light, and it seemed that I could see it, and it, Mm -hmm. like, charged me when it realized that we had made, like, eye contact. Charged me, and then I, like, woke up. I was like, what the fuck? I remember, like, waking up, at my girlfriend's house going what the fuck and super early in the morning at this point it's like five or six in the morning and i was like okay i'm not dealing with that right now i'm go back to bed so i fell back (laughs) exactly (laughs) like it was actually like a few days later me and trevor just having a normal conversation i i was at the marina actually about to go on my boat and we were talking on the phone i think he was on his way there actually too i think this was for this is all true we were just hanging out yeah we were just hanging out for a boat ride i thought it was a special occasion but no we were just hanging out nope um, we didn't boating so we we're just talking to each other on the phone and then i go dude so the night that we edited that video like i had a really weird dream and i didn't tell you about it and i started telling him about it and he's like hold up before you go any further, where i like put the record scratch on my boy and be like this is what i dreamed of <laughs> And it's, like, the same night, basically, like, that night that he had his whole, like, ordeal when I went to sleep. Because I stayed up a little bit later than he did, and I wor- I worked through the video a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But I went to sleep, and the same, the exact same frame. So, like, not, that wasn't the frame that we left off on, either. That was, like, well, well in the very beginning of what we had started working on that day. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, the last stuff you work on is usually the freshest in your mind. So that's what we would have. That's what I would have thought initially, but it wasn't the case. So, in in my dream, you know, like I'm panning with the flashlight, and when I hit that opening that Riley's speaking of, I see the same. Like we did, we described it just a little bit differently because I always say it's you know it is like a skinwalker esque looking creature, but it was like gangly, like long reverse like back hips, like a canine but the torso was like humanoid and like the face was like amorphous and like had like, it looked like, I don't know fabric or like flesh is the best way to say it. Like draped off of it almost. That's how how I would explain it too. It's like it had a drippy flesh almost. Yeah. And it it like was very blobby to me, but it was, it was very rigid and blobby all in the same like instance. And it it was like, it was, just out of the like the light line and it was in the wood you know like the tree line of exactly where we both like described it and it was like running through the woods and like i didn't tell him about it because it was like days later and i just was like bro i had a weird dream too like what that's wild yeah like why i don't know do you think it was interesting do you think it was linked to that uh cemetery somewhat i think it's even deeper now because of what happened at the tattoo shop where we had the spirit talker say, mm-hmm. my name is Mildred. When that night we were trying to talk to presumably a little girl named Mildred. Mm. And it seems like we've been followed yeah. too before by other dark entities. And we get Mildred quite frequently. So like, I almost wonder if like what we saw, like scared that little entity to us. Now that yeah. I think about it deeper. 
Like, you know what I mean, Ryan? Like, maybe, like, if that is, like, subconsciously what we, like, snapshotted there, like, why she decided to come with us or, like, to follow us to locations is because, like, she was scared of what happened and we weren't scared of it. That's a good point. That actually... I is. mean, it just, it creeped into my mind just now, so... It, it, the reason why this is even super weird, I just thought about this, and I don't know why it didn't hit me sooner, but, like, in that video, in that general area where mm. we thought we saw this skinwalker in our dreams we actually got skinwalker on the spirit talker and wasn't right behind us like in general relativity like we weren't that far away from the mildred like no like grave sites 75 yards not even i don't think if that if that i don't even think the cemetery is that big <laughs> yeah the last thing i was like i feel like it was like a lot closer than that but yeah it's it's all very odd and it, it seems like you know we've had more run-ins with stuff that does seem to follow us but like not not like hound us and ruin our lives kind of follow us, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like hanging, hanging yeah, around. Kind of just like we'll pop in and it'll be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's wild. That's crazy too. You, you guys are just like putting some stuff together right now. <laughs> like, whoa. I mean, we've been able to sit and think about it for a long time too. Because mm -hmm. like yeah. that video came out last year, probably like the beginning of the year, honestly. Yeah, July, I think. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm. It, like and the fact that like recently the like the most recent video that we released had Mildred in it, which brought us right back to that investigation and thought about it. And it's like that's all still pretty fresh. And we talk about it relatively often about how we want to like retool a lot of our old videos eventually, and like fix the sound qualities and like our editing is a lot more fluid now. And it's like oh, I see a lot of chonk. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know, like it, that, like those dreams to me just like really, really mess it, you know, like they mess with my perspective on everything. Cause it's like, where do I draw the line in the sand for what's reality and what's like not what, what I might be just like bringing into reality with my thoughts? Right. Cause like, here's, here's mm -hmm. this. I'm surprised you skipped over this, Trevor, cause we love my this bad. topic that we believe that sometimes you're, you're, he, he describes it the best with the traumatic response. So like if your brain counters something traumatic, it might bury it inside of your subconscious mm -hmm. for you to see later kind mm -hmm. of thing. So like what if our, visually we don't see what's in front of us, right? Because it's, it's a ghost. But our brain works on so many different light spectrums and things like that, that what if it's actually seeing it? And to help your subconscious and your present being mind, like, perceive what's happening it blocks it out and shows you while you're sleeping so that you don't get too like jarred yeah <laughs> yeah like have a heart attack <laughs> i mean right psychiatrists <laughs> like, have proven that like that trauma response is a real thing mm -hmm. so like what if the like nightmares are actually like a real thing like it's something that you experienced but like you didn't perceive it in the present time until your brain was like, okay, I think you're ready for this. That that would make sense. And that's, yeah, that's really interesting to think about. I've never thought about that before. Cause Trevor, tell you, tell the example of old Lincoln County jail. I know our, our chat and everybody, some people are new tonight because we, they've never heard this story. And I think it goes along. This with is another wild dream well. story. So, like, exactly how he said, it's like, what if subconsciously our trauma response is to, like, bury that stuff? So, we went and did Old Lincoln County Jail in Ohio. 
that place is really cool. We caught some really cool stuff. Like a jail cell door moved on its own. We caught disembodied voices. But there was a particular jail cell that we walked into. I think it was on the mails. Yeah. Yep. The mail floor where they housed a lot of their like really bad criminals. And we walked through, you know, like into the... We you you struggled to find the word earlier. Now I am the cell block. Cell that's block. what it is. And we got to like a certain cell, and like I just like I had that like static web feeling, you know, like the whole like it's like emitting energy out of it. And like I looked at it, and it was like really dark black, like Vanta black, you know, where it's like the absence of black, where it's like whoa, weird. And I was like, I'm going to walk in here. So, like, I looked at it for a second, looked at it, walked in there. And it was like I walked into, like, a spider web. There was nothing on me and there was nothing around me. But then, you know, like, there was nothing in there. It was just really dark. It was normal after that. I walked out. Well, we did the rest of the investigation. We're on the drive home. I'm the worst co-pilot ever in this ride home. And I fall asleep. But, like, my head's up against the window. And, like, immediately when, like, I'm and I'm almost positive I was in REM sleep. Like I was deep asleep. And then all of a sudden I was like immediately taken right back to that exact cell block. Walked exactly, heard exact, everything was the same walking up to the cell block, except for when I got in front of that doorway, a big black shadowy mass rushed me. And when it rushed me, Riley had like had just started going through a turn and like I just woke up immediately and was like just panicked. And oh he looked at me and I was like, I, I swear to God, I was like, there was a rest stop coming up. I'm like, dude, you need me to stop? You look like you're gonna like get sick or something. He was no, and I was just like like cold just sweats, like out of nowhere. Like he was fine, like mm-hmm. an hour before that, because he was out for a little while, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's wild. That it was weird. That's crazy. Yeah, to play it back the way that it did too in my brain, where it's like everything was like it was in literally like VHS mode, where like, oh, I took a video of this. That shouldn't be there. Somebody implanted that. I don't know. Maybe it's like you flipped this this tapes at the the end of that one, and I should have actually seen in the real time that big black mass that rushed me. That's really interesting. I just, I don't know. It just, it, and it still to this day is like one of the only times I've had a dream that was eerily similar to that, where like it physically affected me like that. Mm. I don't know. You know, like I don't want to just like write it off as like, oh, it was just a dream because it was very mm-hmm. abnormal, but it's, it's an anomaly nonetheless. Mm-hmm. For sure. I feel like dreams are so interesting. Like, um, I don't know. Obviously, like I think some dreams are just random, maybe. I mean, it's human things, but I don't know. I feel like sometimes we can go into another kind of realm in dreams. Yeah, I mm-hmm. honestly think like it insidious sometimes. Like that's like a totally possibility. Like going to the nether. Like I feel like there's some type of like real thing there. Honestly, like it's the mm-hmm. best way I can explain how those moments felt to me is to where it was so real that like it it felt like I was dreamwalking essentially. Mhm. Yeah. Cuz like I remember it like I seen like in the video on Indian burial grounds. That's from Trevor's perspective, right? That video. I seen it from my perspective in my dream, not the video's mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. So I seen Trevor with his camera and 
light like going like this and then seeing the monster like all of that happened in my dream but from my perspective so it wasn't like my brain was using that imagery that i seen from the video because the video we filmed like a month prior so like it had been some time so like my brain filled it in with my perception of the event which is even wilder yeah, because then it's like, how do you have those angles, you know? Or like, <laughs> it just kind of over time built it. It, 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 it put the puzzle pieces back because it's like it was always there. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so fun about the paranormal investigating is like you get to create a puzzle with the investigation and then you review everything or talk about the events with the people that were there with you. And you get to like put this whole night together and like, figure out what mysteries were solved and I don't know it's fun mm -hmm. it really yeah, is <laughs> I try to force pieces into places where it's like dude that happened at the end of the night why are you trying to <laughs> yeah. he's he's really bad at remembering the timeline of events that happened throughout the night I just know when stuff happens is cool <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's such a mood I feel like that's me sometimes like, I'll go to a location and I'm like, I'll be like, whoa, that was like, like such crazy activity. I'm like, what happened? Like, it was cool. Like, it, it was so cool. <laughs> don't ask me what happened right afterwards because I don't fucking remember all of it at once. I, I always have such a hard time, like, after an investigation, a friend asked me, like, how'd it go? I'm like, well, a lot of times we'll be like, nothing really happened. Oh, that was too crazy. And then, but we have to review everything, you know? Like, we only reviewed some stuff live, so. Or, like, you do the, like, I do it a lot where I'll just be like, it was pretty cool. Like, we caught a couple voices, some feet moving that weren't our feet. And, like, you know, like, really downplay it. But it's like, no. Like, check this out. Like, it's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm the same exact way. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I mean, they, like, these went off. Like, this happened. But it's like. They want you to explain it in such like a cinematic way, but you're like, <laughs> I what happened? <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> we were asking some questions and it went off and then like things were moving and then we heard a bang and then we screamed and then. hundred <laughs> percent. That's my feeling about it every time. You know what I mean? Anytime anybody ever asked me about it, it's like. Well, now I got to walk the tightrope of do I sound like a loony because this stuff really did happen and it's, it, I'm going to look really wild for saying it or do I just like downplay the shit out of it and then people are like, huh, he must not be one of those real investigators. Right. Or we also like, we haven't been like actually spooked out of a location to where. Like, not yet. We need to have to leave. I had had one time where I felt uncomfortable, but I I left and I came back in. Like that's I just got normal. Some air. That's normal mm -hmm. though. Like I I felt like I couldn't breathe anymore. Like I was taking oh. breaths, so I like wasn't getting anything. That was when I was in Alaska investigating a crematorium. That He's also crazy. overlooking a very like gleaming fact that they used oh, okay. to heat their town with the crematorium. Stop. No, not, yeah, they used the furnace lying. from the crematorium to heat the town. So, like, this town's called Palmer, Alaska. Absolutely beautiful town. It's in the valley, like, mountains all the way around you. It's gorgeous. Alaska haunted foot. But, uh, a family friend of ours, uh, she owns, like, this giant building where you can rent out 
rooms for your business. So like if you're coming to Alaska on business and don't have like a place to conduct your business, you can rent out a room there and you can hang out there and like you can even get a bed in there and stuff. It's really cool. It's the only kind of thing you'll find in Alaska. I don't even know how to explain what it is. It is. It's <laughs> there's there's like a garage door and it goes into the, the basement, which you'd think was like a shipping area, but it used to be a tunnel system underneath the town. And that's where the jail was and like where they kept all of the bad people was down in these tunnels further down from where I was. But at the end where I was, that's where they brought all the dead bodies to burn them to heat the town. Oh my gosh. I've never heard anything like that. It's the craziest story ever. Alaska is the last frontier. I stayed in the hotel that is at the end of where the tunnels were, where the actual police department was. Is now a you hotel. Get called into the, the tunnels Inn. from there. I think it's called the Eagle Inn or the Eagle Hotel or something like that. It's a super old hotel, probably haunted. Like I didn't investigate it when I was there. I probably should have, but he was on a fishing trip. Yeah, I was fishing and I wasn't <laughs> oh, really focusing on that type of stuff. Gone fishing. Time, I have done investigations when I'm up there, but that was yeah that. That town's got that was a surprise history. though, wasn't it? Like you had no idea that place was haunted. No, yeah, it was totally off there. the cuff. Like, yeah, they were just like, Hey, there's a story behind this building. Like, we should if you want to go in there after you know it locks up for the night, we'll take you down there. And I was like, Yeah, let's go. Dude, that's sick. That's why the paranormal community is seriously the best, though. Because like you'll run into people that are like-minded like us. And then you'll start having a conversation and then it'll be like, oh, hey, actually, I know of a location. And it's like, oh, shoot, man. Like, do you now? I have a couple in my pocket where it's like we can easily like collaborate. We can get each other into these locations. And it's like, thank thank God for the homies for real, because the next three locations that we're doing are basically because we were we were referred to by a lot of our friends at this point. And it's like, I'm so thankful that the community is as like inclusive i would probably say because we're all doing the same thing like granted like there is some toxicity here and there but like i think it's only because like it is a very volatile niche where like we're all putting our necks out there to be you know like credible and Mm -hmm. everybody's perceptions are different and i'm not gonna say anybody's faking anything because i don't actually know like mm-hmm. I I will say I have my opinions on stuff, but I mean that's everybody has their own opinions, and I don't. Yeah, that doesn't change the fact that I still like will not unlike a person for having. Yeah, it. in the in this community, like we all have the same end goal, and that's to one hundred percent one experience something we can't explain, two try to find answers to things that we can't explain, and three answer the age old question: Is there life after death? Like what? Mm-hmm. There has to exactly. Be. Because death is a terrifying thing, but should we fear it? You know what I mean? Like, should it be feared or should it be like accepted? Like, obviously, most of us accept death. Like, we know it's going to happen eventually. But like, why are some people left here? And why are maybe some people not left here? Like, why is that? Mm-hmm. Is it the battle between heaven and hell? Like, those are the kinds mm-hmm. of things I want to know. Like, I'm not a very legal. religious person, but like, you know, I grew up going to church and everything with my grandparents. And I've always wondered the same question since I was a little kid. Like if all of this stuff in this book about this man is real, then why would people be forced to suffer 
that are completely innocent, kind, and all of this, like, if they didn't commit any sins and stuff, why are their souls left to be forgotten about? Mm-hmm. Never stop asking questions, kids. Never. Yeah, the day you stop asking questions and hunting for ghosts, you've you've failed as a ghost hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's such a fucking hot day. F minus. F minus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We love it. <laughs> hey, but what uh, what Danny over here is saying though about Ghost Rama, May 11th at the Bell Mansion in Fort Wayne, Indiana. 100%. That's gonna be so awesome. We're we're gonna do our damnedest, and I think we are going to make the trip. Oh, we will be there. 100%. Ghost Rama. But if you don't know what that is, is it a paranormal convention? It is the perfect time for us to talk about this too, moving from like, you know, a paranormal community. But it's a paranormal convention basically that has been getting put on for relatively what quite Two a years few now. years now. Yeah. And it's, you know, like everybody will put up a tent, you know, there's vendors, there's um usually like the actors. Ghostbusters will be there. Yep. Like you know, Ghostbusters, like whole, yeah, Ghostbusters, it's like, a whole, yeah, like it's awesome. Like, Danny, Danny is a area, Ghostbusters. He has the whip and everything. He oh, drove wow. it to Trevor's wedding when he married him. Yep, yeah, Danny is what? the best, dude. Yeah, Danny married me. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yep. So, like, if you're like, we'll just we'll pull it up one more time so everybody gets the date and you can write it down. May eleventh. Bell Mansion. May eleventh. That's the day. Be there, be square. You can meet us. You can meet all of us. <laughs> yeah, probably not Sam, but... <laughs> Maybe. I'll see Maybe. ya. Well, if, <laughs> if in May, I'm in the Indiana area. I went to ISS Con last year. How was that? It was fun. We heard great things about that. Yeah, I heard only great things. It was a good time. Just everybody was super... Everybody was super chill. It was so cool meeting, connecting, and investigating with so many different people. And it was a good freaking time. That's what was yeah. your favorite part about it? Like, was it the investigation? Was it getting to meet people? Like, it was yeah. definitely getting to like meet so many people in the mm-hmm. community. Like, it was crazy. It was like everybody that I was like watching for like the past year, yeah. like friends that I've made. Like so many people were there. It was it's awesome. crazy how many people were there that will have been guests on our show as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was the fun part too, is like especially now that like you see how big the community really is too. Mm-hmm. And like the fun thing is is like there's a lot of these like Ghostorama events. A lot of these all around. Like I went to one in Ohio at Post Town Elementary on in October. So you know what I mean? Like there there's like these events all over the place like mm-hmm. if you just go look around your communities like chances are you'll probably find like-minded individuals doing the same type of things yeah. or locations if not that are like actually pretty fucking haunted because we've been encountering a lot of that but also people have sticks up their butts and don't like to let people in really knows what i'm talking about it's an innuendo the tea. The tea. It's just, it's yeah. it's one of the places that we've been striving to get into around here for a long time. And basically over... We don't hand over rejection well. That's what Yeah, and, and mm. over, you know, like Halloween, they let another <laughs> local team basically investigate it that mm. I'm pretty sure does have a bigger following than we do. But then we reached out to them very professionally, like multiple times now, and they were just like, no, we're not doing that. 
It's like, well, why do they have special privilege? And it's, it's like, it's one of these things too. It's like, it's a building that's very important to our local history. And like, we really want to get in there and create a doc, 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 documentary. Sorry, words are hard. <laughs> a documentary on like the history behind the building, the city, mm. why this home is so important. Why? Yeah, because it's our hometown. Like, yeah. Where are you guys from? Muskegon. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, there's actually quite a few like like big location sites around here. So like you have like the USS Silversides, which was one of the World War II submarines that actually saw naval combat. You have the USS LST or it's not the USS, it's just the LST three nine three. I think that's what it is, something like that. It's but LST. that's another just what we call it around here. I think so. Yeah, the LST is what the ship is called, but it's a it was a transport ship that also was around during World War II, and, and um it saw combat. It, well, it saw combat on D Day, but it was never shot at or shot. It just transported things and people and prisoners and things like that. So you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of like historical landmarks around here. Yeah, there's a there's a theater here oh. that is got some really awesome history, and it's absolutely gorgeous, but. They wanted to charge ridiculous amounts of money to let us do for it like a four-hour time, time slot. That just reminded me one of my top bucket list locations. I want to go to Gettysburg. I live so close, and I haven't been yet. Oh, of course, gosh. I yeah, we all, we talk about Gettysburg on the Reggie, which, like, to me, that's one of the big places that I, if if only you could investigate the battlefield with special permissions at night, which it's not going to happen. But like, just imagine some of the some of those crazy like unicorns you would find out there. Where it's like, I really want to go there and hear cannon fire. Like that would. I want to hear what it sounds like. You can you can hear like the the people running through the fields and like the the the, like battle cries and like people like shouting orders. Like that's what I'm looking for, and I know it'll it has to happen there. Residual energy Mm -hmm. is a real. Yep, all that energy. That's what, that's what, like, everything comes down to energy. That's it what does. it is. Energy Everything's energy. Wavelengths. I think that has a huge part of it too. Like I, what kind yeah. of, I mean, it's all like, vibrations. Oh yeah. What mm-hmm. kind of vibration the spirits give off? What kind of vibration you give off? And like, I've kind of explained it like this before is like a magnet. Like some people are just like a charged magnet and then other people like they're a positive and negative, like pushing yeah. off each other. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like spirits are the same way like they're attracted to certain people because we've noticed a lot of times too like especially Estes method one person can sit down through Estes method for like an hour right not hear a single word yeah and then another person goes under and it's just left right like and it's just hitting mm-hmm. every note <laughs> yeah it just depends that's why I think it's so important to like experiment with like different I love investigating with different people like new yeah. people like that's why every I've, walk of life yeah exactly I brought in so many new people in investigations like that's one of my favorite I've been like I took so many people on their first investigation like just like random people that are like I've been wanting to try I'm like freaking come with me For like sure. let's yeah go. Like, and they always love it and it's like I always get different like even with the new people it's like sometimes you're like okay new people they don't really know what's going on but like you know like let's just see and like one of the most active investigations i've been on like i it was like all new people who have never done it before like it was so cool to see and like they were all freaked out by it but it was so cool yeah i think we had like one of those cool moments too like Mm -hmm. when we were at eloise asylum we have this rubber ducky 
we'll bring. Oh, here we go. Some He's got it. Went, I they think. were copying Project Fear, but we're not. We've been doing this before them. We have this mm-hmm. rubber duck that lights up. <laughs> Where? Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not a Project duck. Fear girl. You're, you're it good. lights up, so it is different than Your theirs. Name. So we use this as an actual like tool because you have to. There's a little button right on top. Yeah, it's got like one of those like tactile. You have to press it to make it go off. You can do it like this and stuff, but like Mm -hmm. it's not as precise. Um, And then it goes through a light sequence. But we set this down in the middle of everyone, and it went off. I think we have 14 minutes of video of it going off on command. Yeah. Holy shit! I think it went off a total of like 20 times or so. But only on this floor in this specific spot. Huh. And later in that night, because it was a group investigation, a guy came up to us and he's like, can I see that duck? And we're like, yeah. He's like, how do you make it go off? We're like, you have to touch this this button. It's the only way to make it go off. And he's playing with it. He's playing with it. And it had actually frozen, so it wasn't working at all. And we're like, well, we'll unthaw it. We'll go down to the heater and thaw it. And And see if that was why. And yeah. See if that was why. It was not. And then he was just like, "Okay, I think you guys just made me a believer in the paranormal because that makes no sense at all. Like, why would this just, you know, start blinking? Mm-hmm. It would work. Wouldn't work. Would work. It doesn't make sense." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a cool little tool. I lo- I love little gadgets like that. Just little toys that are like motion or touch activated or whatnot. Bye, Helena. Bye, Helena. 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 Shout out to Helena. She's the one that shouted me out to say to have me on. So I love you, Helena. She is, indeed. Yeah, and I can't wait to meet you hopefully this year, too. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'll say it's late over there, too. I'll say shout out. I know, right? I know. Real MVP (laughs) over there. Man, like, it just, it cracks me up, too, though, where it's like, when you have experiences, you know, that are just like crap your pants moments. You know, like, and then you look back at it now, it's like, yeah, I, to this day, I still think I reacted pretty on point to what I was feeling at that moment. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you react how you should be reacting, I think. I mean, you just, it's your natural instinct. I'm I'm a screamer. I, if I'm startled. If I'm startled by something, I scream. See, me and Riley just are like the stones. Like, I, it's weird because, like, yeah, like sometimes we'll just like look at each other and not say a single thing and just stare off into the distance. And then it'll be like, all right, now just slowly move towards it, or we gotta like quickly move. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess it depends because sometimes I am like that where I'm just like, it depends on what it is. Like, if it's yeah, something loud, like if it's a loud bang or like an aggressive bang, something. Yeah, something like aggressive like that, then I'm I'm like, what? Like, I don't know. You turn into a pterodactyl and you start flying. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm out. <laughs> I mean, there's only one time that like legitimately got me like super spooked like that. And that was like one of our first investigations too. And it was like at the old Lincoln County Jail when I heard the jail cell door move for the first time. Mm. Immediately What are we doing now? Like, dude, nothing moved and touched. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, what is that? I feel like I haven't had anything super, like, 
super spooky happen in so long, and I'm craving it. I want That's to be sweet. scared shitless. It, dude, like it, any investigation, I'm like, come on, please, like yeah. something crazy, please Hit happen. Right like, into the veins. It's like I become like almost I don't want to say I become skeptical because like obviously I'm a believer because I've had experiences in the past, but like it's like yeah. I start to question whether exactly. I was like crazy in the past or thank you. Then you're like, was I was I over exaggerating these things that I've talked about? Because that's how I felt lately, where it's like there's no way that this really clear evidence that we have now is as clear as what it is when I could have caught like just as clear evidence on those past investigations, but it's just fucking poop compared to this Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. We finally will be getting our fix this weekend, which is gonna be yeah, and it's Freaking like awesome. now that we finally are like scheduling investigations out like a little bit of a ways where it's like we have a good backlog. We have, and we have three. I, we three still got to get a hold of Danny over here too about getting into a few locations around his neck of the woods because like it, I don't okay. know, there's just so many, and like we've we've been on that like hard to find the footing like financially to do all of it because we were trying to do too much. <laughs> I feel like we're good here. Prospect House. Oh, we're me and uh, Hallie and my other friend are trying to go to Prospect Estate. Have you been there? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Our list is very short at the moment. Okay. Gen Z, I would love to. Um, yeah, dude, hit me up. I mean, this is like he's seventeen, so I like was he's kind of like waiting. <laughs> I was I like trying to wait boy. until he's eighteen in case something happens. Like, you don't want to be liable for a minor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I'm, t- I'm 10 years up. Like, I'm 11 years I, older than well, we, him. So. Me and Riley both, like, literally looked at each other and we were like, we could be his father. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's what I just. And why did. Why? Ask him, does she have health issue? Have meds? What is that about? <laughs> oh, I mean,. I probably do, but I don't take meds. It's because you, you oh. sneezed. Oh. You. It's the alien. I didn't, I didn't sneeze. You're from another galaxy. Just don't, you don't have to tell us any of Like, just blink <laughs> yeah, twice it, if you're a reptile. Yeah, it was exposed that you're an alien <laughs> earlier in the chat, so. Oh, was it? It definitely was. Oh, shit, no. We got to point fingers, the chat exposed. <laughs> no one's supposed to know. Oh, shit. I love that. I love that profusely. <laughs> I feel like I had so many stories and dang. I think it's a actually I got to a few of them. A few of them. I was say, did we yeah. cover the note sheet? <laughs> I think I got maybe a quarter ooh, of it. Not e- not even. Not even. Not even. Literally a few, I maybe like two or three points, actually, but it's okay. Right. We rock and roll, and it goes it was, wherever the music takes us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we hit points that I didn't have on the note sheet, so yeah. Well, and the best part is we can always run it back, and it's like there. And if you ever like wanted to do it on like say your channel and then have us on too, like we are more than okay. doing that stuff too. And it's like, I always am down to do more conversating about this because I, okay. I know for a fact that like, we definitely do have more stories to hear from you because like we barely scratched the surface on some of the locations, but 
Everything that we've right. heard tonight has been incredibly awesome. Said <laughs> Fifteen locations in the past year, like I feel like yeah. there's a lot, a lot that are, are probably yeah. We can definitely like deep dive a lot of that too. Well, and excuse me, like the best part about it is too is like by the time like we do do another session of this because I mean we could probably do like 11 hour streams and talk about ghosts for 11 yeah, hours straight right, and it wouldn't right. be hard. You know, it's <laughs> like you'll probably have more crazy evidence to share too and like locations that you've been to by then and it's like, "Oh man, it's just a party." Uh-huh. No, exactly. This is like the one subject I feel like I could just chit-chat about forever. We didn't even ask you this before we before we end the the stream tonight. We got to know: Do you believe in Bigfoot? Do you believe in aliens? Do, are you on that side of the spectrum where Bigfoot could be real? Bigfoot do be real. If I believe in Bigfoot, my perspective on Bigfoot is that he's in another dimension. And when people see those glimpses of Bigfoot, it's like that breakthrough in the dimensions. And there, there's the Bigfoot. If he existed in another, another time, like another, like you know, like back, way back in the day, I think that's what it. That's what what I think Bigfoot is. I, I'm with you there. I honestly am because honestly, it makes no sense to why every time like a video is grainy and like it's only for a split second and like why? they just disappear and you can't find them and there's maybe only mm -hmm. one track and it's like where are the other tracks at? Well, mm -hmm. if it was only here for like a glimpse of a second, like, and then beam me up, just guy. passing through, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's it, that blip in dimensions. Yeah, it's almost like seeing a ghost or like seeing an alien. It's just like, I feel like it's one of those things where it's meant to happen to you. You don't know why. You can't tell why. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It just it happens to you and. You have to try to deal with either you're crazy or it <laughs> yeah. happened and it's real. What's worse? <laughs> and like, what if because he's traveling, like he's fucking up all the energy fields. So like when you're trying to film him, you can't get a good glimpse of him because he's, he's got his own jammer built in. Yeah, he's got a jammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. I mean, that, I mean, there's there's no explanation on why there isn't a possibility of him being an extraterrestrial. You know what I mean? Like that. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities whatsoever. Nothing's impossible. No, there's always a 98% chance that I'm wrong. But I'll take those out. Yeah. Especially if I want it to be right that bad. And I do. So badly. <laughs> Well, we are at the, the two-hour mark, so it's uh, time to wrap it up for the night. We want to thank you again, Sam, for joining us and sharing all of your experiences with Ooh. us. And we will definitely have to run it back and jump into more of the experiences we didn't even get to because we only hit three points on the, the note sheet. No, you're fine. It was great. I loved all the conversations had. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I really enjoyed this. It was super fun. Um, thank you, everybody in the chat, all my friends. Hell yeah. Hallie, Patty, Big Dogs, Dantex, Marianne, Kayla. Everybody. All, 
anybody Gen who's Z, watching. Helena, Matt, oh. those dweebs, Patty, Blood Moon, Wolf Paranormal, Princess Story. Uh, oh, God, here we go. You guys start pulling them out of the hat, list bro. If I missed everyone, Dan Tex, <laughs> we missed anyone. We're sorry. Just know that we love you. And if you haven't yet and you enjoyed this episode, make sure you like, subscribe. If you want to follow Sam on her adventures, all the social media is down below. Click on her name in the title. We make it super easy for you. It's right there. And with that being said, folks, remember to keep your ears and eyes open where it really goes. Bump in the net. Peace. Bye.